0: Previously, on Evil Island City Hall. Jeffrey! And now, the conclusion.
1: Please, Your Grace, it's not what it sounds
0: like. You
2: locked up slowpokes, Mom. I'd do you right now if I had a weapon.
3: Where? Some dueling swords?
2: Do you just carry those around with you?
3: The only thing that can stop a bad guy with a sword is a good guy with a... Your
1: Grace, I do not wish to fight you. This is a simple misunderstanding. If you would just give me a moment And lunch. Oh! Second lunch. Please, just... Third lunch. There's more you must know. Shut up. You're doing this
2: wrong. People usually start dying after the first lunch.
1: Well, if you must know, it took several years of fencing and... Fourth lunch. Your Grace, please.
2: Damn it. Wish I had learned some other moves, but still... I know something you don't know. Oh? What's that? I am NOT left-handed.
0: Fifth lunch!
1: Uh,
0: uh, please, you don't need to do this. Perhaps you should hear him out. You did just impale him, after all. Fine.
2: But I just want to add that
0: left-handed people are freaks. And I'm glad
2: I'm
1: not one of them. Hey, I'm left-handed! See? This is important, Your Grace. You must... know the truth! Uh Thousands of years ago when humans first came to Evil Island, they discovered that much of the native population was in fact delicious far beyond their expectations. This caused a war where well, the humans fought and killed and ate several native species to extinction. My forefathers swore to not only end this war, but dedicate our family line to the preservation of all that is unique to our fair island. When I learned that someone had actually been secretly kidnapping native creatures, I had to act. Your Slowpoke and Sundry were relocated to the basement of Kurt Manor in an attempt to hide them from whoever was doing this. I had begun to suspect a member of council may be involved, but I never dreamed Miss Thompson had such an appetite for both power and fuzz, Beast. Dude, seriously. You've got a real
2: talent for exposition. PBS level.
4: Wait, wait. You're saying you kidnapped them for their own good? Like a good-napping?
1: Something like that, yes. Now,
4: if someone someone
1: wouldn't mind treating my wound. I seem to be leaking all over the council floor.
4: Oh, I've totally got this. I used to be a merchant marine. I'll need seawater, a candle, and sail-grade canvas. Peterson, Ergunk, could you guys help me gather the supplies?
0: Certainly, Miss O'Fallon.
4: All right, but only because I'm sick of seeing and smelling that British guy's guts. Hey, I'll come too.
2: Listen, Jeffrey. Ugh. As soon as we can figure out how to handle the Brotherhood of English Majors and Mercenaries for Hire without any of Avro's spells, we're going to get you
1: out of here. Your Grace, now that we've got a moment, there is something else I feel I must tell you. That's cool. I know you're not really British. What?
2: What gave that away? Every once in a while, the accent drops when you get excited about something. Like when you're
1: playing your Pokemon game. I caught a Snorlax! I mean, but that's not actually what I wish to tell you, you see. When I mentioned my family and, and their obligation... Yeah. What I didn't mention in front of the others... Yeah. ...was my actual family name. Yeah My full name is Geoffrey. Yeah Gottfried Yeah Javier Yeah Vaunter What? It's true The last duke, your uncle, was also my uncle And my father, like your father, was his brother Coincidentally, your mother and my mother shared both a niece and a nephew But neither of them were us Okay Pretend I'm saying what again like
2: a second ago, but this time it's about not understanding the thing you just said. You and I are cousins. And now I'm saying what again, but this
1: time... Your Grace, cousin Kurt, please, just hear me out. You may not have known about me, but I've known about you all your life. I've prepared for your arrival in many ways, but first, you must gain... The fire of the prophet.
2: Wait. Both you and Avroth mentioned that in the first episode.
1: I didn't realize actual foreshadowing. Uh, it, it was... Uh, oh, how it was. Uh, uh, you must face the trial soon. And I, I wish there to be a guide, but... Look. Uh, but, uh, Jeffrey.
2: Uh, I'm sorry about the stabbing thing. When I get upset, I stab things. Chop things put a box of bees in a car and rig a switch so that... Never mind. The point is, it's a crutch. I'm trying to stab my feelings away. And the truth is, that even before I knew you were my cousin, I felt like... Well, I'm not good at feelings, but when I thought you had betrayed me...
1: It's okay, Kurt. You don't have to say it. I like it better when you use my title. Very well, Your Grace. But seeing as how I'm about to lose consciousness... There's one last thing I'd like to say, in case this is my end. Of course, my friend. If I die, please, don't touch my shit. Don't worry, Jeffrey. I'll have
2: your placement handle it.
4: Because I'm the one with maritime medical training, and you need to trust my judgment. Okay, hey guys, we're back.
3: And would have been back way sooner, but someone wasn't happy with any of the canvas in the medical supply closet.
4: That was yurt grade. I will not use equipment that hasn't been certified by the International Maritime Organization.
0: Fortunately, I knew of an emergency stash in the basement. Ah, I see Jeffrey is dead. Shall I burn the corpse before the scavengers get to it? No, he's not dead. Just unconscious. All the same to the scavengers.
4: I call not it on the cleanup job. Kurt, are you okay? You look like you looked at the end of Encino, man.
2: Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm just... While well, you guys were gone, uh, a bee flew in my eye. Two bees, actually. One bee in each eye. They, then they traded places.
4: Fine, I'll get more seawater. Ergunk, you get started on Jeffrey.
0: Certainly, but am I to understand the red liquid outside of his body is no longer of use to him? Would anyone else like some?
4: I'm going to hit the crap shack.
3: Quite a spark plug, that Crystal Fallon.
0: Yeah, I guess so.
3: You guys, you two used to be a thing, right? For a
2: little while, back in... Well, back in what I'm starting to think of as the vanilla world. Where there's no necromancer karaoke or poison fuzzbees or were whales.
3: Yeah, I feel you on that last one. So then you're like, totally not together? If you're
2: getting at what I think you're getting at, go for it.
3: Oh, no, I, I couldn't. I wouldn't. I mean, unless you were totally cool, but you know like they say, bros before. Can I ask you something? Of course.
2: Didn't you, like, just find out that your best friend was acting against you all this time? Lying to you and using you for Vicky's evil purposes?
3: Well, yeah.
2: And doesn't that bother you?
3: Let me answer your question with a question. Fuck no. And here's why. Dark Falcon to Titmouse. Come in, Titmouse. Over. Not now, Greg. She'll be back in a minute. Over. Dark Falcon requesting status update on getting us the hell out of here. Over. Well then, step one is
0: to head down to the basement of the council chambers. Look for the box of old toys left over from when the building was a daycare center. Search through the toys until you find some horses and hold them. Oh, <laughs> I can't do anything until she reveals who has been helping her with all this. Over.
2: Let me see that. Not to sound unimpressed or anything, but couldn't you guys have done this in like three spells?
3: Oh, hey, Kurt. Pretty wicked double twist, right? Over. Skullmonger, we can't last long like this. It smells like rankle, and Kurt's got bees in his eyes. I heard that. Yep, sure did. We all did. Oh, I forgot they were here. Roger, Dark Falcon. Titmouse, over and out. Believe it or not, he picked his own call sign.
2: You never cease to surprise me, Evroth. Usually it's in creepy, uncomfortable ways, but not this time.
3: What is that that the kids say? Mad skills?
2: They haven't said that for a long time.
3: Still, I've got them.
0: You're ruining it. Excuse me, but if Skullmonger wasn't secretly working for her, he was secretly working for you...
3: With me! We're a team.
0: Well, if that is the case, it would suggest there's no siphoning spell. Could we not simply blast the doors open?
3: Oh, indeed. I could smite them with such force it would cleave their very atoms in twain. But that's literally a nuclear bomb, so probably overkill for the situation. We must wait, however. We must not tip our hand until Skullmonger learns more. Is everyone here? I'm going to do a big chunk of backstory, and I don't want to do it twice, so if anyone needs to pee or whatever, now's the time. No? Good. Oh, hey... Can I borrow some of Jeffrey's explanation music? Sure. Okay, here goes. A couple of weeks ago, when the old Duke died, Skullmonger and I grew suspicious. We saw the body ourselves, and it did not look like the usual stuff, like poisoned wine, poisoned food, or a weather balloon attack. So we did what we call a chronotopsy, where we bend time around a subject to view recent events of their life. It's way less gross than a normal autopsy. Anyway, as we twisted time back upon itself, we saw the Duke enter the council chambers and begin speaking to a shadowy figure. They started to argue, and while he was distracted, another figure crept up from behind him, and in a devastating tabletop maneuver, they ended his life. Council member... Vicky... Yes, though at the time we did not know it was her. Not surprising, though. Vicky and the old Duke von. T Finish
2: that word, and I'll remove the bones in your arms, and I'll fill the void with soup cans.
3: Vicky and the uh, old Duke were famously antagonistic towards each other. Rumor has it that he accidentally harpooned her once. Anywho, Skullmonger and I began making quiet, stealthy inquiries and learned that as soon as the old Duke was dead... Various protected creatures began disappearing all over the island. We decided to split up and take two different approaches to investigate. I would stand on the council, keeping a high-level view and watching for clues among the council members, while Skullmonger would take a more Tom Paris approach, growing a reputation as ambitious and dissatisfied, establishing himself as a member of the island's seedy underbelly.
2: I love that phrase.
3: Me too. I always wanted to use it. Anyway, I guess the short version is that he managed to work himself into a position of trust and learn that it was Vicky behind it all. As of this moment, he's still manipulating that psycho werewolf.
2: So then, what did you do? What? I mean, he went undercover and he's been doing this crazy double agent thing and you were doing what? Continuing to be on the council?
3: Well, you don't have to put it like that, but... I think you fruit
2: basket or something. That's all I'm saying.
3: You're probably right.
4: Okay, I'm back and I've got... Haven't any of you stopped Jeffrey's bleeding yet?
0: I am attempting to do so, but I'm afraid I have very little experience in human fluid management. Is there some trick to keeping it within the skin? Should we amputate something? How much of you grows back exactly? In my experience... None.
4: You're all useless. At this point, sail grade canvas won't be enough. If we don't get him real treatment soon... Come
3: in, Dark
0: Falcon. This is Titmouse.
3: Over. Roger, Titmouse. We read you. Over. Begin Operation Dogs of War. Over. Fuck yes! It's on, bitches!
2: What? What's on?
3: What we've all been waiting for. An action sequence. Skullmonger has completed his mission... We're busting out of here. All right, everyone. Expect casualties. Try to keep at least one rankle between you and any kind of explosion. If there's one thing Vicky hadn't counted on, it's us having an army of rankles. Don't use ordnance. Actually, army of rankles sounds pretty badass. I'll lead. We need a few rankles to carry Jeffrey. The rest form a circle around the council members and the wounded. Crystal and Urgonk, just stay in the center and keep up with the pack. Beryl. What?
0: Ready when you are.
3: Duke Kurt, I leave your role to you, sir. Hmm.
2: Depends. You got any axes in that robe arsenal of yours, Avroth?
3: Does not many tentacled forest monster shit in the forest?
0: Yes, why?
2: Let's see. Yeah, single-headed bardiche with counterbalance. Good carbon content. Handle thickness is a little less than I'm used to, but, uh... High-quality leather grip. Yeah, overall fine axe. Everyone ready to kick some English major ass? Well, what do you want me to do?
1: Whoa!
3: Chud, what the hell, man? Where were you? Hiding this whole time or something?
1: What? Why? Why does everybody always forget about Chud?
3: Never fight mercenaries, Chud?
1: Well, not in a coon's age, but if you got, say, like one of those baseball bats, all the nails sticking out of it.
3: Ash or hickory?
1: I'm not picky. Oh, that dog will hunt right there. I'm ready.
3: Let's get unholy. Oh, sorry, wrong preset. Let's get unholy.
2: Hey, you! Get back into the building from which you came!
3: You Bet you've never killed anyone that way.
2: Magic doesn't count.
3: The rest will be here any moment, so let's go. Where are we headed? If we can get past the East Gates, they won't dare follow into the forest that stinks really bad. And from there, it's smooth sailing to my hideout in the Sean Bean Memorial Garden. Skullmonger will meet us there.
2: How far to the East Gates?
3: Freeze! Shit. Okay, be cool, guys. Let me handle this. I do not consent to any searches. Am I being detained, or am I free to go?
0: Give it a rest. We know who you are, Greg.
3: And you'll die first.
2: What I don't know is where all the rankles came from.
0: Uh, Sarge, sorry, but uh, you just ended a sentence with a preposition. So? Well, you know, you're uh, you're not supposed to do that.
2: Dan, when you're Sergeant, you've got to maintain an aura of authority. Having you interrupt and contradict me in the middle of an arrest undermines that authority. Hey, More
3: importantly, I've got a doozy that could probably take care of all the these guys, but there's a chance and Jeffrey might get a little splash damage, damage. Sure. How when hard is I it to hire, to, go to, go to hire go go new to go go. butlers exactly? I hate dealing with HR. Besides...
2: I really am aiming for minimal assume, murdering these you days, with? so if you've got any other options, an I'd like to hear them.
3: Well, the maybe we can the help you. Component. Hey, Rachel
2: y'all want to, I don't know, understand what I mean, charge? Yeah,
1: all right. Not right. as oh, wow. oh, wow. well. I don't sense. got nothing we go.
2: to do. What? Hey, extricate. Extricate
3: immediately. Oh, we're gonna get you. Look at me, I'm charged. Y'all head out to that hideout. We'll take care of these guys.
2: That's a lot of bullets. I'm sure you'll be okay?
3: Ah, I could care less about bullets. It couldn't care less. All right, Crystal. Urgunk, you carry Jeff. Kurt's on the left flank with Chud on the right. The east gate isn't far now, so everyone march. Oh, wait. I almost forgot. Need to kill that guy real quick. Where did he. Ah! Kurt, ever seen a douchebag seeking missile? Cause I am! <laughs> hey, while we walk, did you know our weather is being controlled by lizards and the taxation is theft?
2: Where is that button? Okay, we passed a sign that says we made it to the garden, so I figured I should turn this thing back on.
3: Back on? But you said. There you are. Ah, schoolmonger! Good to see you. I was just trying to explain to the Duke's internet friends about the rights of free citizens as established at the Magna Carta in. No
0: time! Foul deeds are afoot.
3: How foul?
0: Most foul.
3: Shit, better fill me in.
0: Our worst fears have been realized.
3: Then that means.
2: Yep, there's only one option now. Yes. What was that? I am the prophet.
0: Island City Hall, Episode 5, written by Nat Roth, Kurt Schmichiber, Josh Price, and Paul Maseri has now ascended from mere actorhood into the glory of writerdom. As for the cast, Kurt played Kurt, Jay Moses killed it as Jeffrey once again, Nat Roth as Dan Peterson, Lisa Stefaniak filled in as Crystal this time, MC Nelson as Avroth and All the Wrinkles, Josh as Ergunk, Paul as Skullmonger, And the mercenary sergeant was voiced by my old pal Jeff, but it's been 20 years since I heard his last name spoken aloud and I can't actually remember how to pronounce it correctly, so uh, here's to you, Jeff. Additional sounds by All Sounds, Audio Library, and the MS sound effects. Additional music by Artificial Children. The song is called Nero, playing when Avroth busted out of City Hall, and it's quite a story behind how I found and held onto that track over the years. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to Evil Island City Hall on your podcast source of choice. That's how we feel the love. You can find us on pretty much all the major sources. Spotify, Apple, Google, Alexa, Stitcher, and so forth. If you've listened this far into the credits, good for you. And here's a little teaser for you. Where's Peterson?
3: I gotta scroll down to Rankle Town